documented 25 seconds. 20 seconds and counting. T-minus 15 seconds. Guidance is internal. 12, 11, 10, 9. Ignition sequence start. 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. As Apollo 11 does its roll program, this podcast now does its roll program. The tape is rolling. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. My name is Grant Cameron, and you're listening to the Paranormal UFO Consciousness Podcast. Thank you for taking time from your life to be here. I really miss the Bermuda Triangle. I guess there's not much action down there these days. Oh, there's action. There's plenty of action. It's that damn alien autopsy that's stealing all the headlines. Yeah, tell me about it. See, what they gotta do is lose a plane or a green peace boat. See, that would get the triangle going again. What keeps the water in there? I mean, why doesn't that disappear? Now, what would be the point of taking the water? It's gorgeous water. Do we own Bermuda? No, it belongs to the British. Lucky Krauts. So what do you think of that alien autopsy? Oh, that's real. I think so, too. Welcome to the Paranormal UFO Consciousness Podcast. This is part two of the story about uh, the clip of film reported to be from the alien autopsy that is now up on a auction site on the internet, uh, starting bid about $1 million. Um, part one uh, was out. Uh, we did receive some criticism uh, where uh, people are sort of questioning whether this is credible. And sort of the indication was that we now have credible material and by putting out this story about the uh, clip from the alien autopsy, that this somehow is going to make the stuff that's coming out now uh, less believable, that it discredits the stuff that's coming out. And I would just simply say, give your head a shake. We've had these guys lie to us for 75 years. Now suddenly, everybody has come out, there's, there's people have come out and said, UFOs are real. No, they're not real. Lou Elizondo worked for the ATIP. No, Lou Elizondo didn't work for the ATIP. One lie after another. When you come down to what have they actually been told, well, there's this uh, briefing that was given to Congress. Well, what were they told? Well, we really can't tell you. And it's the same old scam. And let me remind people that I first wrote about this carrot game back in 1989. I have written four books on this subject about this gradual disclosure, pull it out, put it out, pull it back, this same game. And the idea that that stuff is credible, and what I'm putting out here now is not credible, is beyond beyond belief to me. Um, again, I wrote four books in 2017, February 2017, the copyright on Managing Magic. I wrote exactly what 
is happening right now. High-level government people are going to come forward. They're going to say UFOs exist, and they are going to force disclosure, and they are going to put it on 60 Minutes. Exactly what has happened. I said that three, four years ago already. So the idea that I don't know what I'm talking about is um, a bit of a stretch. I would say, based upon my investigation since 1989, writing four books on this, be careful of what is being put out. People are so easily led, so easily manipulated. You have to wonder why after 75 years have they suddenly come to Jesus on the subject of UFOs and suddenly decide they need to put it out. They're putting out the alien threat. They're basically, to me, playing a game. And we have to put all the material on the table. As to the film clip, um, I would say that people have to realize that there's a lot more material than people think. People just simply think they know the story, and I can assure you they don't know the story. I've interviewed everybody in this case. I've, I've interviewed Maurizio Barada, who uh, saw an early film, was involved in the very early days, was the guy who took the alien autopsy film, uh, represented it to Italian television. I've ever interviewed Gary Shufield, who is this interview in part two. I'm one of the few people to interview Ray Santilli. I interviewed Mantle, who may actually have handled this piece uh, in a plastic case that you'll hear about in this, in this interview, uh, this piece of film that is now uh, up for auction. And for all those who think they have figured it out, let me remind you, you don't know half the evidence. Uh, there's a statement that when I interviewed um, Ray Santilli, he talked about, they've talked about between 1 minute and 16 seconds and 2 minutes of film that was recovered. The idea was that the film that they had bought had all oxidized and they uh, were able to recover 1 minute and 16 seconds of this film. And that the story that uh, Ray Santilli and Gary Shufield have told is that they took the film and they, they recreated the film based upon that 1 minute and 16 seconds, and that they stuck clips of the 1 minute and 16 seconds into the actual documentary. One of the things that people are being critical now really don't realize is there is a book. There's a book that's been out. I was shown it two years ago. I'm not sure what the situation on the book is. I'm not sure what has happened to the book. I have got a copy of the part of the book that applies to what we're talking about today. That is the premise of the book. That when you, show, when you slow the film down, frame by frame, you will see these frames that were inserted into the film. Now, I set up an arrangement for Kit Green, who um, I was the one that released the alien autopsy through a second person who did it for me. Uh, the alien autopsy uh, document, which is being referenced in here as the CIA document. Um, and so um, I, the, the, the book people, um, I put them in contact with Kit Green. I don't know if that conversation ever took place. Uh, so Kit Green is aware of this material as well, that um, there, there was actually a, um, an investigation that was done on this idea about the 1 minute and 16 seconds and the frames that were put into the film. And when you listen to Gary in this upcoming interview, he will talk about the fact that they used little flashes to indicate when that frame was put into the film. This is the stuff that people really don't know. They just jump on some sort of um, idea about um, what they think they know. They, they have some old story from way, way ago that they heard from somebody and they stuck to it. I would say at this moment, uh, 
hold judgment on this. This case is much more complex than people think it is. I am not stupid. I have written about this for 30 years. I've written a number of books. I've dealt with all the players, and I can tell you that there is some credibility to what is happening here. The last thing I would remind you is that uh, people will talk about the film. We now have people in the UFO community who are monetizing their stuff. What you have to realize that uh, Ray Santilli and Gary Shufield, who are being, uh, the people who have this piece auctioned up, have never been UFO researchers. They have never claimed to be researchers. They could not care about, uh, less about UFOs. They bought the film, and the film was simply the fact that they were going to make money on this thing, that they, they are business people, and so they're not trying to claim any sort of um, uh, stuff. They're basically de describing exactly what they did, and people sort of think that they have the onus to uh, prove this case to UFO researchers. They could care less. They are not researchers. If they had uh, been researchers and then started to monetize and get the, 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 um, the money for the film, uh, that's a different story. They have never, ever claimed to be researchers. They are not interested in uh, really what people uh, say. Uh, they have to prove their point that the piece of uh, film that they have is real. But I would tell people at this moment, reserve judgment. This case is a little more complex than what you think it is. And I have interviewed most of the people in there. I have spent a lot of time working on this. And it is not simply uh, as easy to say that this was a scam as um, Colin Wolford mentioned yesterday. This is a little more complex than people have uh, given it credit. Thank you. There you go. Thanks for telling me. Wow. Okay. Uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. This is Grant Cameron, and I have a um, couple of special guests with me. I had one that I had earlier in the day is... Um, Colin uh, Wilford, uh, and we had a discussion earlier in the day about the story we're going to do right now, and we're joined uh, tonight by Gary Shufield, who's um, an associate of uh, Ray Santilli, and we're going to talk about a, a video image that has been put up for bid, I guess it is, and uh, I, we've asked Gary to fill us in on what's going on, and uh, what this all means, and um, I think people will be very interested. It's uh, timely in terms of the the amount of UFO stuff that's going and disclosure and all this kind of stuff. So this may be the time. So uh, good evening to the you, both you gentlemen, and thanks for joining me. Pleasure. Thanks, Let, John. Yeah, let's start with Gary. I mean, explain. You sent this to uh, Dave Altman, who I've got to thank uh, thank for uh, lo uh, notifying me earlier in the day. And so you contacted um, him with a press release. So let's go through uh, what this is all about. Okay, so uh, yeah, Dave and I have been friends for some time and I know he's very well connected in the um, alien community. And uh, it was quite normal for me to send him something new, something that's uh, being done that he wasn't aware of. Uh, the uh, frame first from the original 1947 film um, and uh, Ray and I just decided to create an NFT from it and also sell one of the original frames. Um, it's been uh, certified for one of a better phrase 
by the memo that came from the CIA that confirmed that the alien autopsy film that Ray had was real. So uh, with that verification, we thought it was a good time to test the market and see um, see how it works, see, see how it does. Okay. And, and have you gotten any response since? It's only up, what, for 48 hours or something like that? Is that correct? It's up, it's up for three days. And uh, it went up, um, I think it went up midnight in LA last night, so 8 a.m. In, in the UK. And uh, yeah, it'll be up for three days and um, we've got quite a few people watching the auction already. We don't expect a huge amount of bidding until um, the last minute or minutes um, because that's normally how auctions work. It's not cheap, but then it's very valuable. Nothing like this has ever been sold before in the history of the universe. So we expect it to do very well. Have you gotten any um, feedback from like uh, British media, the big tabloids and stuff like that? Uh, I believe the Sun are running it tonight or tomorrow morning. Um, they're going to do a, um, a big story on it. So, no, that's the only thing that I'm aware of that's coming out of the UK specifically. Um, and I'm, I understand that that runs tonight. Okay. Uh, question, uh, Colin? Well, I just, I think just generally, I just wondered who came up with, with the idea. Was it, I mean, something you both, you mean, obviously you, you're in contact, you mean Ray lives, I believe, in England still. And um, Gary, you're in um, California, is it? Los Angeles? Correct. Yes. So I don't, I, I, I mean, I, I assume you're still on obviously very, you know, I think the last time we had a chat last year in my group, but um, I think you're, you're still on good terms. So I was just wondering who, who, whose actual idea was it? Was it something... Ray has come forward with of you or, or, or is there actually other people in your little group? No, there who... no, it's, it's Ray, Ray and I discuss these things um, when they come up. We do get asked to do other things from time to time. We discuss everything and decide on the merits of it. Um, this, the NFT thing has exploded in the last two or three months. And uh, I guess two or three months ago, we didn't know what an NFT was. We all thought it was the National Film Theatre. Uh, now we know it's not. And um, as I say, it was just something Ray and I discussed. We thought it was a good time and uh, hopefully we'll be proved right. Do you think the incentive is then because it's um, allegedly, you know, a, a still from either the original alien autopsy footage, you know, as, as, we, as we go with the story now, that the, the, the value is that that whoever would buy that would then be able to authenticate it maybe as being from 1947 and, and that's where the true value of the of, of the photo lies or, or is there something more to it because you know it's obviously no, an think, alien image or whatever or where no i think i think you've kind of got it the other wrong way around because um i'm not sure we would have put this up for sale if we hadn't already had the verification so we had nothing to do with the verification. It came out of the blue. Uh, what was it? Two years ago now, and um, it it vindicated Ray, who's been you know subject to scorn on the internet, various other places, and um, it's you know alien autopsy is in every top five hoax show that's ever been made, and it's not a hoax. I always knew it was real. He always knew it was real. It's been proved to be real. So anybody buying it will get the CIA paperwork, although it's readily available on the internet anyway. So it comes authenticated. It's not something they have to buy and then hope to get authenticated. It already arrives that way. So this is yeah. the uh, papers that we put out, the uh, Kit Green? Uh, Correct. E emails? Okay. 
Um, there's yeah. a question about, um, maybe you can go through the background of um, this idea that the film um, was deteriorated and that you redid the film based upon uh, the stuff that you had. Because this, this uh, piece of film is damaged and people, what, there's one of the questions I face today is to explain the damage to the film. So is this part of the little fragments that were left over when this film decayed? Is that the story? Yeah, there's, um, I was in Ray's office when the tins of film arrived from America and I was there when he opened the tins and there was a very strong smell, vinegary smell. And then as he started to um, pull the reel down to look at it, um, there was black coming off on his hands and I said, stop, it's, there's something wrong here. It's, uh, it's, I think I said it was oxidized, whatever the expression was at the time. So we sent it away to, uh, to a lab to be um, salvaged, for want of a better phrase. And over a minute, I think, I can't remember, I think it was a minute and 16 seconds was salvaged of the original footage of which this is a, um, one of the frames. So, um, and then we, yes, of course, we created footage to add to it, to uh, restore it, if you like, back to a much more usable length but the real footage was always in the alien autopsy. It was always edited in. Um, some of the edit points were disguised by like a white flash, um, but they're all in there. So um, yes, of course, when we put it out, we didn't tell anybody that, but we did tell everybody that 10 years afterwards. And it's just part of the folklore that surrounds it. So this is a frame from the original film. This was the film that was actually shot in 1947 by the cameraman. Uh, I can't speak as to why it does look a little burnt at the edge. I don't know the reason for that. But then uh, when the film left Ray's office and went to the lab, I didn't see it again until it came back or the salvage parts came back. So I can't speak as to why the frame looks a little damaged. But it's old as well. Let's not forget it's very old. Yeah, there is actually like a piece chipped out of the one side of it, almost like it's uh, like a fragment of, of a a frame like a, a set of frames and there's actually actually more than one frame it's like is, is there two frames because you can see part of the second frame is it is so there are several frames uh, that were salvaged there's uh several but only one is going to be sold so uh ray protects it um uh he has it in a like a um, what you call it a clear plastic case thing um so you can't touch it or harm it and obviously he has some frames that were loose. Do, do you know if this is the piece that he showed to Philip Mantle, talked about a story about being in a restaurant with uh, Ray? And I was there. Had, and he had, the, the, that was the piece that, that the- No, you know, the piece he, that he showed Philip Mantle was actually in that, that plastic cake. block. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so unless, I haven't been in London for nearly three years, so I'm not saying that Ray may not have opened that removed one of the frames okay. uh, i don't know the answer to that but it's certainly um from this obviously from the same film yeah so it sounds like it's the same piece of uh, plastic where it's because that's what he phil described was this it was cased in this plastic and that he actually went outside to look at it or something like that and um, yes i was with him i was there when yeah. when, when he saw it yeah um question uh, colin yeah i mean um the the, the 
you know, the, I've seen a more, I think Grant posted a more clearer image of, of this. This this photo was sort of first released about 2017 in the Daily Express. I think Ray, Ray sort of provided it then. But this does seem a bit, the, the, the one that I've just seen is a lot more clearer. And it, it does generally look like, you know, a, a, a you know, photo taken from the original autopsy that was shown in 1995. Um, and for me, then that's quite interesting because it's because I mean, if we do go along with the whole recreation, then whoever did recreate it has done a pretty amazing to replicate, you know, uh, if, if we go along with that story. Um, so I don't know if you've got <laughs> any thoughts on that. Um, no, they did a remarkable job. Um, <laughs> I've never said anything different. It was um, they had the source material to work from, but even then, um you can get it wrong you can make a mistake uh they didn't they got it right they did a fantastic job it wasn't easy but it was brilliantly done but as i've said all along as i said then as i say today nothing changes it was a uh, an amalgamation of the original film and the film that was shot so some would say this is a bit of a gimmick this is uh you know like um I mean, are you seriously expecting someone to put a bid in? Like, I mean, is that are you, are you only accepting over a million pounds? Is that I mean, is that how it works on that crypto thing there? Um, is it a gimmick? Yeah, and like, are you expecting a valid bid on this piece? It's. Um, I believe there is the ability to change the reserve if you want to. Um, but yes, I mean, we look at what things are sold for. We don't believe there's any more important film or frame that has been sold or will be sold in the history of man. And that might sound a bit arrogant, but it is what it is. We know it's real. It's been proved to be real. I know you're not sure about it, but with respect, we are. And well, I am. I mean, I, <laughs> I personally think it's real, but I just don't believe it was a recreation, as, as, as I said before. But, um, I mean, do you, I mean, you must have had offers before. I mean, ever since 95, I mean, I'm sure you must have been aware that people have wanted to offer money. I mean, did, did you get offers such as a million pounds in the past? You know, I, for, I don't just... know. In fairness, those offers would have gone to Ray before right. they would have uh, come to me. And yes, he has been offered money in the past for frames of film that he's never looked at doing. And uh, as I say, it was just about, I don't think without the CIA papers, we probably would have done this because there would have been too much doubt about its authenticity. But as I said before, we are not the authors of those papers. We are just the beneficiaries of them. And if that makes this the most unique frame of film ever sold, I'm pretty, pretty comfortable with that. I, 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 I'd like to make a comment here. And some people gave me criticism today, you know, about the, the selling. And I think we should point out that, that neither, I don't think neither you nor Ray was a ufologist. So Ray never bought it to be, you know, a ufologist. It was always an investment and that he has every right to sell this for whatever he wants because he's, I mean, he's, he's not in the UFO business. No, Ray, Ray's a commercial individual like I am. We come from the entertainment business where you get rights and you exploit those rights and you make money out of them. Alien Autopsy has been very good to us over the years um, and has always made us money. We believe we've done a really good job with it. Otherwise, we wouldn't be talking about it today if it had been long forgotten. Yeah. It was funny because some of the younger people who uh, have been involved in helping us with Rarible and putting it all together, although they knew of it, I actually found this fantastic clip of um, Kramer and Newman from Seinfeld sitting on a park bench at an opening of it, and they're talking all about alien autopsy. And people, <laughs> the, the younger people, could not believe it was that big a deal because they weren't around in the mid nineties. 
for it to garner its own scene in Seinfeld as it did in The Simpsons and The X-Files and many other things. So its place in history is well established. I'm very proud of what we've done with it and how we've kept it alive all these years. Ray himself seems rather reluctant to, to, to talk about it. So I was quite surprised when, you know, this story came out today. He always comes across a bit grumpy, dare I say, in some of my communications. And maybe he's kind of fed up with it. So why, why the sudden change of heart to sort of bring it back out again now at, at this time? Is it because of what's happening? I mean, these stories about the Pentagon and all the UFO stuff that's in the news that you might be aware of. Is there anything there or is, is, is there other reasons, do you think? And will Ray actually no, they, talk, <laughs> talk no, to you? No, you, you, you are right in that the climate has changed and the whole disclosure thing and other stories that have appeared, other clips that have appeared have brought um, UFOs and aliens back into people's consciousness. So the timing was right from that point of view. But the biggest decision was based on the fact that we had this paperwork from the CIA um, and the fact that no one knows how long NFTs are going to be a big deal. They could last another uh, six weeks, six years or 60 years. I haven't got a clue, but we need to wait to find out because we have what we have. We have very good partners that we're working with um, who are very unbearable, have been fantastic with us and helped us a lot in putting this together. And they believe in it as we believe in it. So just sometimes things come together and the next thing you know, it's there and that's what's happened. So um, just a shout out to Masha and Rob and Alex and Owen, all the people who work really hard on this to put this together. And Ray probably will do an interview somewhere or do something along the way. He's not ashamed of it. He's proud of it. And he's proud of this opportunity and the fact that we've been able to do something about it. Yeah, he did do one interview with me. So I'll give him credit for that. He did uh, when, when we got the paperwork, which I think he was happy to see the paperwork when we got that um, alien autopsy document. Can I ask yeah. a question? Somebody asked me about the thing where they're saying, well, how, how did the CIA allow you guys to hold the film all these years? Did they ever try to get it? Did you ever get any impression they were trying to get it back or were they disturbed by this or? No, it was, um, I, I think Colin probably remembers this as well. At the time when we did Alien Autopsy in 95, we were invited to the Pentagon. Uh, to show them the footage. Uh, I didn't go, Ray didn't go. A guy called Chris, who was working for us, who was an American, actually went over to the Pentagon and showed them the footage. And like the movie, the Anton Deck movie, which we're also very proud of, they thought it was hardly entertaining. So um, no take back, no attempt to remove it from us. So, and nothing since to suggest that they, uh, and the fact that even in the paperwork they refer to Ray's name, directly with the footage uh, would suggest that they're accepting of the fact that he has it and he acquired it and that it's his. So um, yeah, that's, that's the answer to your question. Okay. Colin, you got anything else? Yeah. Well, but I mean, I, obviously there's, you know, there's so much to say. I mean, I know, I know we talked a, a bit about, you know, you, you, it was quite, you know, I, I, even on Ray, Ray did a recent interview with Philip Mantle, a four part documentary, which Ray had a few clips in and, I think a lot of the people who, who who were working for Ray, you know, they were quite scared at the time because there were these things like break-ins and, you know, I know we've talked about this before, but, and I, and I know, you you know, that you've had like cars and, you know, the studio and even houses, you know, so when people say, you know, if if it was all such a hoax and, and as some people say, and obviously you're not, you're not saying that, you're saying it's a recreation, but 
there was a very serious side to this subject and and I guess people think that you've just in it you know for the money that you made all this money and that but um, back then I guess these were quite you know scary times for 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 you and and Ray is that correct? Yeah we we did uh, I I got a death threat on a phone call at my home with a death threat Ray was physically attacked uh, as he was getting into his, his car I had to go to the hospital with him um, quite quite seriously attacked. Um, he also received various threats in terms of break-ins. There were break-ins. There was a break-in in the office. There was a break-in at another place. And um, these things happened. But it was very high profile then. It upset a lot of people um, and unusual people, like religious leaders and people who were worried about the fabric of society and what, you know, uh, the... Um, uh, alien autopsy might mean to that fabric of society and all the rest of it, which I suppose as time has gone on, people have become less afraid of an alien situation. And, you know, there's never been any evidence of alien aggression towards human beings outside of the movies. So should they ever decide to come and land here and whatever, then people will probably be a bit more equipped for it than they would have been back in the mid nineties, but they were scared and, Unfortunately, we bore the brunt of some of that fear and that's life. That's, you know, you can't with the raffle if you don't buy the ticket. <laughs> are, are you are you concerned about this supposedly tell-all book by um, Mr. Malaris, the um, magician who claims no. that he filmed? Are you, I mean, that's been seven, I think it's been like 13, 14 years in the making. And, I, 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 you know, I, I know it was supposed to come out and, and I know he claims that it was this, because of the COVID that's been pushed back and it's maybe out this year, who knows? I mean, but as I not say- Not afraid of any of it. Don't, <laughs> I don't have any fear of anything he has to say. Uh, he shot the footage um, that we added, did an absolutely fantastic job, an excellent job. He was uh, well paid for it. And um, that's all I have to say on the subject. I'm not fearful of anything he has to write or to say. And, um, and this doesn't involve him. This is not- a piece of film that he shot. This is a piece of the original film, so this auction has nothing to do with him. Um, but uh, I suspect he will, if he hasn't finished his book, make mention of it in his forthcoming novel, which I will look forward to. But I've never seen the four-part documentary, by the way, the Philip Mann awesome. one. I've never seen it, which is my own fault. Yeah. I just haven't had time to watch it, but I will at some point. Oh, how do you feel about? I know we talked about this before, but like for pick me, you take a more conspiratorial, uh, you know, aspect to it. And when, when you know, I, I sort of suggest that you're sort of the puppets, and you're being, you know, the puppeteers are kind of behind the scenes telling you. I kind of feel like both sides are controlled, like Spiros and then Ray and Gary. So, but you've got the same sort of puppeteers. It's like for my that's my personal opinion. I you know, and I just to make people aware that's what my view is on my alien autopsy analysis Facebook group if people want to check that out. But how do you plead to that that there's people in the background telling you, you know, you got to say this at this point, do this at that point, and things like that. And what what do you do you just think that's the ramblings of a conspiracy theorist or, or how do you see that sort of no it was it's funny when we did the movie they asked the same question and we said that so many things went right for us um, that we felt like we were getting help, even though we didn't know there was no tangible help. We just that, you know, that expression would say someone's, you know, watching over me. It kind of felt a bit like that because just certain things fell into place at the time. Um, 
and it may have been no more than just fate and good luck but there was always that feeling of someone's watching out for us or someone wants this to come out or whatever that may be but there's never been anyone who's ever approached me or Ray that I'm aware of who've ever asked us to do anything or say anything or or in any way uh, portray this other than the way that we have done since day one. There is no one pulling any strings in the background. I have no idea if anybody's ever called Spiros because I haven't spoken to him for many years, but I certainly have never been called or asked to do anything, but I have felt blessed by it. And whether that blessing comes at uh, the hand of some hidden force that I know nothing about, or whether it's just, you know, um, uh, fate and good fortune, I probably will never know the answer to that. that that's the question I'd ask you. you. I guess you feel pretty, this is the highlight of your career in terms of stuff you've gotten. And, and related to that, because because uh, Ray had this piece, did you guys ever have other people offering you other stuff that um, was floating around or or even? Yeah, yeah we, uh, we were offered lots of things. Um, from different places of uh, different varieties of footage and pictures and various other things. I can't really go into what they were, but some things we wouldn't touch, we didn't want to be involved in. Other things we didn't believe were real. Obviously a lot of other alien stuff came our way. Um, but to answer your question, uh, Ray and I both have a life outside of aliens and we are entertainment people. I personally am regarded as one of the world world's leading hologram experts i build dead people so i did whitney houston and roy orbison buddy holly and i get a lot of pleasure out of doing those shows and rebuilding these people and bringing them back and um and ray's had a very successful career in music and distribution and people forget that there are other sides to our lives and our families with families as well my son luke was in the oscar-winning movie jojo rabbit and is very successful as an actor um uh, Ray's son Luke coincidentally is um a photographer who's also doing very well so we do have lives outside of it but as I've said before I'm very proud of Alien Autopsy very proud of the movie very proud of everything we've done and also very proud of the way we've sort of ridden some pretty rough waters over the years and still come out the other side with the help of people like Colin who I would like to thank because um He's always been a good supporter and a friend to us, even though I don't know him very well. I've always respected his opinions and his thoughts. Um, and so thank you to Colin. Well, that's very kind. Are you planning to do a holographic alien alien autopsy? Is that, are you going to work that into? Because uh, I got the it, press release know, and there was something about LA doing something tonight or something, some red carpet event or something. I don't know. No, there's a, there's a, I'm actually in Vegas now for a, a there is a, an event. It's um, more of a press event uh, at a company called um, Dreamland. Uh, Chris um, is a good friend of mine. He's the producer of uh, Unacknowledged, which I'm sure you know the documentary that's on, um, on Amazon, uh, which is, I love it. He and I are good friends. Um, I can never remember how to pronounce his last name. It's Chris Chris Cresitelli. I should know how to pronounce it, but anyway. And he's uh, a huge alien autopsy fan. When we met, he had no idea who I was, and he's staging this event tonight, inviting lots of people to come. Uh, they are putting the front um, of alien autopsy in a portal hologram unit, and uh, so it will be hologram, not the natural alien alien, but the, the um, uh, frame of itself. So that's tonight here in Las Vegas, which is why I'm here. 
and um, I'm looking forward to that. Wow. I have nothing more. Have you got anything else, Colin? And we can... Well, I'll just say, so, the bottom line then is purely, I mean, the story has come out it's just it's really to, to, to make money for, <laughs> once more from, 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 from this, these images. And, and, and do you actually expect, seriously, someone to, to put a bid in for it? And, um, you know, are you going to accept below a certain price or... But um, yeah, so what is well, I mean, uh, I mean, obviously it's going to generate, you know, like in the press, if it's in the, in the, you know, I can see that the Daily Star's been doing a lot of UFO stuff lately, and then you mentioned some, but um, yeah, well, what's, what's, what is, the, you know, the crux of it for bringing it out? Is this money planned to raise money for the company or, or, or what, what, so what's the bottom line, do you, would you say? It's no different <laughs> to anything else we've ever done. It's, it's a commercial enterprise for us. It always was. We never, ever said anything different. And this is an, a commercial opportunity that we have jumped on. Um, if somebody pays a million dollars plus or a million pounds plus for this, I think in the NFT world, they will have a bargain because its significance is why we're on this call now. Because this came out in 95. We're still talking about it. It's been you know, likened to the Zabruda film, but in some ways more important because of the fact that it's the only verified anything to do with aliens that has ever been put up for sale and i think if someone paid a million or two or three or five or even more they would be getting something truly unique that is the whole ethos behind nfts yeah. i, I so think you don't go ahead, yeah. go ahead. No, i was just gonna say so you, you're not worried about it affecting your you know how people see you i mean i've always got an opinion of but do you you don't see it as any you know a further a discrediting of you and like you know purely in it for you know the money so you, you're not concerned about that sort of aspect and sort of uh, no not in the least we were, we were <laughs> same comments came up when the movie came out same comments have come up when other things have come out it doesn't make any we're just you know entertainment entrepreneurs that have an asset that we're pretty good at at making money from and again it it allows people like us to have these conversations because it's interesting. If it wasn't interesting, we wouldn't be doing this. And as I say, this is not my daily life. This is not Ray's daily life. This is something that we do every so often. And tomorrow I'll be working on holograms again and making wonderful holograms that you'll be reading about in the papers just as much as you read about alien autopsy. Well, just one, just one last thing I say, Grant. Uh, it's just um, I, I know you didn't see um, Gary the uh, documentary, and but um, I know Ray was asked about this other autopsy, and I have talked about it to you previously, and you didn't know nothing about that because you're in America. But um, allegedly, if you believe Spiros, that was uh, you know a failed attempt at, um, with an incorrect medical procedures. But personally, I mean, I know a few researchers did see this other autopsy supposedly with the being's legs intact and a more gynecological view and things like that and i just like to say that i'm sure if if people could spend a million pounds uh, on one frame I'd, I'd think if that film was true which i do believe that it is then um, i think you'd be getting a lot more money for that piece of footage if it can be found um, regardless if someone believes they, they made it um i think if that footage was released i think you make like 100 million you could sell that all over again so it just that's that's my closing remarks really that that other piece of footage needs to come out and um maybe ray should be 
chasing up um, um, Mr. Spielberg, um, Volker Spielberg, or whoever's allegedly got this other piece of footage, even even if it is a recreation and it has been filmed and it has been made by Gary and all this stuff. Because I think if you can have moving images and that what what Philip Mantle and Maurizio Biata saw back in April '95, that would be that would be far more valuable than one one frame of film. So that's just my last point I wouldn't I don't know if you've got a comment on that but that's yep. just my <laughs> I can tell you categorically without any hesitation whatsoever the only real alien footage from 1947 is what is in the uh, 18 odd minutes that has been out for many many years which is called alien autopsy if there is another autopsy or anything out there I do not know how it can anyone could even imagine it would be anything real or anything of any value because at the end of the day the only thing of any value is something that somebody other than ray and i says is real and that's what the cia have done they've said this is real and we are grateful for that and we would only sell something that relates that to that particular verification and if there is something else i'm afraid i can't add anything more about that but it won't be what what we're selling now which is in my opinion worth millions and millions of dollars Okay. We should. Oh, should I, should, I should just mention also the debris footage because we didn't mention that, and that's also seen as connected to those films. So that's just for something else. For people who are new to the subject, they might want to check it out um, Orbital Media on YouTube. The actual footage of the whole film. If you're not, if you've been living on another planet, as I said earlier, and you don't know what the because you don't appreciate that people weren't even alive when 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 this film came out. So if people haven't seen it, then I suggest people do their own research. Read read books, read Philip's book even. I, mean, you know, I don't want to be too critical of Philip. I know he dis disagrees with me, but um, people make up their own mind and maybe if Spiros's book come out, get that out because I know I'll be analysing it myself. But um, yeah, thanks. Thanks, Gary, for And watch the movie because I love the movie. I the know. And I, movie. Yeah, and I so wanted to show that in, 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 in the Omega Conference in Laughlin, Nevada last year and sadly it didn't work out due to certain threats by certain people. So I couldn't do my presentation, but that would have been great. So I think people in America haven't seen that on the big screen. And, and I think it deserves to be seen on the big screen, even even if I question what its, what its purpose that film was. And it's, for me, it's a bit of disinformation, <laughs> but it's still it's still worth watching. And if people I have never it. seen it, then, then check it out. <laughs> I love it. Thank you for that. OK, I just got a final comment and then we'll shut it down. Um, uh, I, as you know, I got the uh, alien autopsy document from Australia. And when I was given, I was also given the Wilson leak document, which was very controversial. And I remember when I got the alien autopsy document, um, the guy really didn't want it out there. He said, oh, I don't, I don't think this is real. Um, he, he gave me a document. I thought the alien autopsy document was the better of the two. And so I'm very glad you've come forward with this and revived this thing. And um, I wish you all the best in this. It's been a it's been a thrilling time, and uh, I think you've hit the iron when it's hot, and I think you're going to get a lot of feedback. I've even heard a number of people that have been approached to buy the film, a lot of big-name money people in the UFO field, and I would not be surprised if one of those people um, gets it, because if you've got billions of dollars, you know, and you've got a chance to get this piece of history, we'll see where it goes. But I appreciate you coming forward, because I know it's a lot of, every time you come forward, you have to face a lot of criticism and a lot of flack and a lot of questions. So I appreciate you're doing this, Gary. No problem. It's my pleasure. Thank you for giving me the time and the platform. And Colin, thank you for your input as well.
Thank you. Thanks, Gary. Bye bye. We'll leave it at that. Thank you. Bye. That's this week's episode of the Paranormal UFO Consciousness Podcast. I'm your host, Grant Cameron, hoping that you will join me for upcoming episodes. Links to my YouTube interviews, books, and my Facebook sites are in the show notes. If you love the podcast or learn something valuable, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, or give a review on today's episode. If you would like a certain paranormal subject dealt with in the future, please let us know. Until next time, watch this space, and thank you so much for listening.